You're listening to Local Government Insights, a podcast for state and local governments. If you're looking to optimize operations, improve services for your constituents, and maximize revenue without raising taxes, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the show. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Local Government Insights podcast, Modernizing Government Leadership, your source and insight for local government technology. My name is Brendan Middleton, and today we're going to be speaking with Mike Whitehead, city treasurer from City of Rolling Hills Estates, California, about key considerations regarding the business community and his unique approach to administering and maximizing compliance of the city's business license tax revenues. Hey, Mike, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Brandon. My pleasure. What a great day we've got here. Awesome. Looks beautiful there. So for all our listeners, Mike is the Administrative Service Director and City Treasurer for the City of Rolling Hills Estates, California. Mike, I'm super excited to have you on as a guest today where we use this channel to really discuss many of the challenges that local government leaders are facing and use it to highlight some of the the best insights across the industry. But before we dive into my first question, would you mind just giving us a little bit more about yourself, experience in the industry, and kind of explain your role at City of Rolling Hills Estates? Right. Well, thanks. I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, at City of Rolling Hills Estates, I am the Administrative Services Director and the City Treasurer for the city. So that means that I business license administration is under my uh, umbrella. I do have staff, of course, that helps out considerably. Without them, I wouldn't be able to do my job. And our city is a smaller city. However, we do have a commercial district. And being a more name-recognized city here in Southern California, a lot of businesses like to use our city address. So we have a lot of home addresses, P.O. box addresses of the nature. They like to use the city address and zip code for marketing reasons. At the city, we look at business license administration very closely, and it's a big part of our revenue stream here. As a matter of fact, it hits in our top 10 revenue streams of the city. So with my background coming from years of computer programming decades ago, I know the inside and outsides of city administration, city finance, and especially business license administration and the program that goes with that. So I'm pleased to have uh, Avenue Insights uh, on board to handle that part of the administration for us. Excellent. So Mike, you've given us the background like of the business community itself. I feel like we have a great understanding or a little bit of understanding of the makeup of City and Rolling Hills Estates. I like to talk first about just when this began, like the challenges you're facing, like as you begin to explain some of the solutions you've implemented that have enabled the city to kind of maintain compliance, but also offer an even playing field for businesses. What were some of the challenges you were faced with regarding business license administration? And as you've already discussed, overall compliance? That's correct. Well, a few topics come into mind when you say that. First of all, just in the finance field alone, as everyone knows, the regulations are getting more and more burdensome for governments to administer the city license program. Also, we have a lot more reporting to do now within our department. So that took more staff time to do. With the license administration, we had businesses that come in and go out of the city that we say try and fly under the radar. Those are hard to capture sometimes, and that's unfair to legitimate businesses that are that are staying up to code and keeping their license current. So we had to go out and try and capture those. Along with that, as technology changes, there comes a cost recovery part of trying to keep up with technology. How do we issue the licenses? Do we go online? The credit card issuance and acceptance online 
what happens if we get hacked? Do we put it on our website? Do we outsource it? So of all these different parameters, we look to the solution that would serve us well, be secure, help our staff, and of course, most of all, help our businesses so they can do it easily and effectively online. Got it. So regulations, keeping up with reporting, businesses coming in and out. Obviously, the most widely recognized one is keeping up with the technology advances that I, I speak with local government leaders weekly about, you know, just from a security standpoint, but also just keeping up with the technological landscape. And as it's evolving overnight, essentially, as we move forward into this digital age, that's a lot of challenges to deal with. You know, I'm just so curious about your your approach to kind of finding a solution for those challenges and what was the solution you found? What was the best fit for the city's needs? And maybe for some of our listeners that are identifying with some of these challenges that you're discussing today, like where do they start and how do they approach this? Yeah, correct. It it is a challenge and it's a challenge. Where do I go? Now, our financial software that we use is robust and does have a business license application built within it that we were utilizing. And we did have staff and our personal financial staff and code enforcement officers go out in the field along with maintenance staff to look for anyone that may be operating without a business license to capture that aspect. We do have events in the city to capture all those. Vendors coming into the city can be challenging at times. And it was very, very staff burdensome to do everything. And as you mentioned, and I mentioned the technology of it all to keep it up to date. Not only that, but how do we get out a license in a timely manner so the business isn't sitting there for a month waiting for their application to be processed and their license to either come in the mail or be emailed to them so they know they're in compliance and and they're good to go. So to look for solutions, we started looking at what other cities were doing. Some of them still do it in-house. A lot of them outsource it. And then we started looking to who to outsource it to. Do we release an RFQ, an RFP? Do we work with our current uh, vendors that we work with? What are others saying in the industry? In California, we have a very strong uh, financial association here for government officers. You know, you could, I approached them. We found out who was using what. But we turned to our vendor that we were using for our business license discovery, and that is Avenue and you all who then had a perfect solution at the time that, that came online that really fit our needs. And that's the way we went with that solution. Excellent. So I want to dive into one of the key points a bit deeper into one of the key points you just mentioned was staff utilization. Super important, super sensitive topic as we start talking about outsourcing different functions. Can we discuss that a little bit further? And maybe Mike, if you could just start by giving us the makeup of your staff, like what are they responsible for throughout this process? And then second, like what has offsetting this type of function enabled your staff to focus on and how has it affected your overall staff utilization? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as as any uh, governmental finance department, we have APAR, payroll and the like. Business licenses, we're on a calendar year of our business license. Therefore, every license expires on December 31st by our code. We do give them uh, until the end of January to renew their licenses without penalties. Well, that means every renewal has to go out in November and December, and all our business applications are coming in during that time period. So between, say, Thanksgiving-ish all the way to the end of January, we're flooded with applications and people coming to the counter to renew their business licenses. 
lot of staff time, not only just our department, but administration department as well in City Hall, people coming to the calendar wanting help. At that time, everything was done by paper. We didn't have an online solution. Yes, you can download a PDF, fill it out, mail it in with your check, be good to go. But some businesses need help. They're not used to yeah. filling out the paperwork, may have questions, might be a little complicated business, may have one or more businesses within the city that sets up different parameters. So with that then, by going online and following that solution, that really alleviated our staff from, one, having to generate and mail out all the renewals, which were physically done, also accepting all the mail coming in and processing all those applications, including the ones over the counter. So that was a, is a huge time savings, a huge staff relief where they can do other tasks. As more and more come online with governmental finance, such as reporting that the state's requiring and other agencies, the audits mm -hmm. that we have to undergo just continuous now throughout the year, this really relieved my staff to do more and more with the other items versus just having to focus two to three months a year just on business licenses. And it's a great relief and staff really loves it. And this the savings alone on that without having to hire an extra help during this time period or having to bring in consultants to help with some of these other uh, reporting items is a huge savings to the city and to the citizens and taxpayers of Rolling Hills Estates. Gotcha. And before we get to the savings and enhancements, and you already started to talk about that just a bit, you talk about going online. Are you talking about like some sort of portal or some sort of a business facing application where businesses can go? Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, exactly. Before we decide to contract out our services, the only avenue businesses had were to go onto our website, the city's website, and download mm -hmm. the application. Then they have to fill out the application and mail it in. Well, now with the online portal that's been provided by contracting out the services, businesses can go online, complete everything, and be done with it in kind of a one-stop shop. So they don't have wow. to print things out, mail it in. There's also, you know, we have the 1-800 helpline per se, mm -hmm. where they can call in and get expert help on filling out the application. And then if they need hand-holding, they still can come in the city hall and our staff hmm. and myself will be glad to go to the counter and help someone fill out and complete the process. There, There is no problem with that at all. But we have seen our calls tremendously drop off. Our complaints have just decreased to a bare minimal. You're always going to have a few. There's, sure. there's no way to get around that. You can't please everyone. We try but you can't. And uh, we have seen the tremendous burden of the workload here at City Hall just decrease and businesses seem to be happy with it. What's really nice is for contractors, we have a large contractor base in the city. Got it. And we don't host our building permits in-house. They're hosted by the county for us. We contract with them like a lot of other cities do. So a lot of times a contractor would have to go down to the county office, find out he doesn't have a business license, have to come back to City Hall, obtain mm -hmm. a business license, go back down to county and start mm -hmm. the process all over again. Now, if he's at the county office, doesn't have a business license, go online and with your phone, with your app, get the business license, you're done. So it makes wow. it very nice for the, for we'd like to help everyone in the community that we can. And this is one way of doing that. Definitely seems like it simplifies the process 
from beginning to end and it closes the loop and you've, you've got to have a bit more insight into the data too, which leads me to my next question, kind of around savings enhancements that you've seen. Like, I'd love to get your thoughts on, you know, some of the outcomes of this type of partnership and client-facing portal-driven licensing process has made for the city. Like, can you talk a little bit about some of the cost savings and, you know, what type of maybe additional revenue you've seen? Yeah, absolutely. Without having a huge IT department here, we record, it was unpractical for us to design and program our own business license application. And then to have the staffing on the phone lines like we receive, outsourcing it, that would also take staff time and, and a lot of burden, not to mention the security of the credit cards. So that's cost saving right there alone without having to program and then update our system constantly. As far as staff-wise as a savings, at the same time, we updated our code to correspond with outsourcing. So we made it easier. We went to more of a gross revenue model of business licenses, which makes it easier to calculate the fees that a business owes on an annual basis. Looking at that and taking the and analyzing out the back numbers, because we did raise our fees. We haven't raised them since the city was incorporated in 1957. So it was about time. We found that the model actually increased revenue basis because we're capturing businesses that may not have an ordinary got a license. Now they find out how easy it is to go online. They can obtain a license. Along with our discovery, we were able now to, to free up staff to go out to our commercial district and look for businesses along with the business discovery that we outsource as well, and find additional revenue sources. This year, I'm going to have a hard time comparing numbers because with the pandemic we've had, of course, businesses aren't open, revenues are down, and being based off the gross revenue model, the gross revenue most likely will be down or people are are hitting the minimum uh, business license fee. And so with that, in a couple of years, once we're back to normalcy around here, then we can go back and compare the numbers. But I can tell you in our budget numbers, even with the new revenue model, we're seeing numbers that are up, have increased. Well, luckily, our city, we don't have any tourism or destination resorts. So we're not seeing that kind of effect on our city revenue numbers. We have more of a destination shops, restaurants, that sort of type of businesses in our city. A lot of professionals in our city. So right. those I can kind of compare year to year to year. And Mike, you mentioned like combining and the effort of finding the unlicensed businesses that are coming in and out with the actual administration of those licenses. And the and the data has it has to provide some insight into what the overlap is or is not. Like what efficiencies have you found when performing both at the same time? Because you were administering first and now you're discovering or vice versa. Combining efforts has to provide some efficiencies in terms of insight into the data. Absolutely. It really helps the, the data because we, once we can go out and we can find unlicensed businesses, which creates an even playing field for all the businesses, we then have more data that we can utilize, the types of businesses that are coming in, the ones that, are, that can skirt under the radar real easily. I mean, it's hard for a brick and mortar store to not have a business license. However, that can happen if some way they slip through the cracks and they don't renew or they change their resale license number, or a number of other factors, they can slip through the radar and and not receive their renewal notice or be discovered as a business that hasn't renewed 
their license. So having someone go out and actually physically look at the commercial district is very important. Also, utilizing the discovery process of uh, Avenue really helps as well because you're looking at other aspects and, and bring, you know, bring that data back to the city and bringing everything together as one now, which is nice. And also having the license outsourced, that time from renewals to processing applications is, can now be spent on actually helping the businesses out in the community, which is very important. And the business community themselves, how have they responded to this type of effort? Well, they responded great because the complaints have gone down. <laughs> and uh, we, we haven't seen a big influx of people coming, running to the counter to help fill out their applications every year. And what I hear back from the community feedback, the online portal was the number one goal. It's very, you know, the last thing a business owner wants to do is do more paperwork. Because don't forget, not only have the business licenses, you know, they have resale taxes, they have state forms they have to do, they may be incorporated, they got DBAs. So, and not to mention the taxes that, that one has to fill out sure. every year. So, the less burden we can be, but for, still provide services to the communities is, is very important for us. Excellent. Well, Mike, this has been incredible. I want to leave our listeners with this kind of this takeaway at the end. Like for government leaders that are listening to this who are watching this and who are, you know, considering whether their business community is in full compliance, like, what are the key takeaways and how should they approach finding this type of solution you're describing today to assist with this? Yeah, you know, the key takeaways is really analyze your department and of course your divisions with it. One of them in the business license division. And how much staff time, resources, and money is the city actually spending a year and the expenses to operate that division? Not saying not utilize the staff or cut staff, but in the operations itself. Can you outsource it? A lot of things now we see are going, as we call, into the cloud, or we're just outsourcing them to other resources. Does that make sense for your agency? If you're a full-service, huge, gigantic city, maybe not. Maybe you've got an IT department of programmers in-house and you can do it. Or maybe it still does. Those programmers can be used elsewhere and not be used to maintaining a business license application. If someone already has it, grab it. We all don't go out and rewrite uh, Word. Microsoft has programmed Word and Excel. Let's utilize them. I don't write my own applications anymore. And so I think it's a, it's a great takeaway to take a look and see what other cities are doing. Take a look at ours and see how it's, it's working for us. And, and our, our neighboring cities are looking. And, and it's a great resource to be able to utilize someone that's dedicated to that field. I mean, we do it for all. So a business license is a new one coming up and being able to outsource it online. Yeah, it's a great resource. Excellent. Mike, I love hearing your perspective on this topic. I can't appreciate enough for you doing this. For all our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Local Government Insights Podcast. For those listening in, make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. We appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for everyone for listening. Stay tuned for more local government news and insights to come. We look forward to seeing you next time. You've been listening to Local Government Insights, modernizing government leadership. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think the podcast deserves. Until next time. This episode is brought to you by Avenue, your state and local government partner. 
Avenue partners with state and local officials to boost revenue, optimize operations, and deepen community trust. Avenue brings over 40 years of experience working with over 3,000 local governments to bring you the greatest insights. We work alongside your team to find ways to maximize revenue for local governments without raising taxes. Join us today to learn about ways to drive enhanced results for your community. To get in contact with the Avenue team, visit www.avenueinsights.com.